Welcome to These Are Good Days with Leanne Miller and Matt Barris. Well, Matt, you probably know what I'm going to say. <laughs> I already know what you're going to say. <laughs> and I'm already mad. I'm already mad. You're getting rid of the faux white couch. <laughs> I'm already mad. Here's why. Mallory and I decided to get a couch. Yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> I mean, so many people are so excited for you. It's a big day. It's, it's and, a big deal. You know, you, we didn't realize mm. that we were living in squalor. No, you're not living in squalor. You, <laughs> you just dramatically have... <laughs> cheered about our new couch. I know, but Kat, our friend Kat, slept on that couch for a year. Okay, now listen, I told you I was going to punch you if you kept saying that. She's Now, how, Matt, how long ago did Kat sleep on that, that couch for like a year? Mallory was in grad school. Was that was how many almost years? 20 years ago. 15 years ago. 15 20 years, years ago. ago. 15 years ago, she slept on that couch. Yeah. Like, and, and that couch, literally, you sent me a picture of it, and I'm like, you could disappear in... Stop that. You... <laughs> You could be eaten by that couch. Here's what I have to say. That couch is from Ashley Furniture. Ashley's, if, if you, you are, are listening. listening. That couch has <laughs> held up so long. And it must have been a good seller because they still have that couch. Well, the it don't look style. the same. Well, it doesn't I, I look mean... brand new. <laughs> I, I'm actually mad. I just need a little more respect for the couch no, that has no. cradled Cat and we've held and all our babies you, yes, on it. And and it looks like it. <laughs> Stop it. You're going to be sad. Listen, I want you I want you to show us a picture today. I want you to show us a picture today of the couch. So that I don't want to do that. So that people can also <laughs> rejoice with me. You're getting okay. a beautiful blue. It's a deep, yeah, beautiful blue. it's like a blue. turquoisey deep blue. No, like it's a not peacock. Tur- yeah, it's, yeah, it's more peacock. peacock. It's not, it's not turquoisey. It's like a deep <sighs> royal, deep royalish blue. Yeah, it's coming in and April. And it's a sectional coming in April. And you literally had the audacity to think that you could donate that couch to somebody. I'm like, no, that couch needs to go to the curb. You know what I was thinking is we are contemplating and laying groundwork for doing video, and I think we should keep that couch (laughs) for our video podcast, and we could podcast from the white couch. (laughs) You're saying no. No, no, okay. no, no, no. Hey, what's never, your, never. let's, let's move on. The, okay, it's just okay. too painful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we're just, re- everyone is rejoicing oh, yes. that you're getting it. And you couch. know, if you want to come into my DMs and say like, I had a, ca- I would actually, you know what I would actually You went to love? Levin. Levin. Levin, if you are listening. Here's what I would love to see. If you have a couch, if you are listening and you have a couch that you love to hate, that you, oh, oh. that has been so well loved. I think if you would post your couch, the one that you probably wouldn't normally show, if you would post your couch oh, today, okay, tag me and Leanne, I will happily, glad, gladly, gladly and happily okay. share mine. But I'm going to need some people to do it first <laughs> for me to work up the courage to share my couch, okay? So if you want to see the couch, I'm going to need you to like pave the way for me and start because... I don't know. It's a little harrowing. Well, it's a little vulnerable. It's vulnerable. Because the couch has been through a lot. It's been through some wars. It's been through a lot. I mean, and listen, and you're right. I will say that couch has held up, but no more. It is time. It's time to go. Okay. Tell me your good day. Well, my good day was- We might also have the same good day. Yeah, yeah. Our good friend Molly was in town. 
is this your good day? You're yeah. shaking your head. Kind yes. of, yeah. I, and, we'll see what part and, you talk about. Um, Saturday, uh, Friday morning, you and Mallory came. That's my part. Yeah, yeah. You're sticking your tongue out. Saturday, uh, Friday morning, you and Mallory. Um, last Friday morning, you and Mallory came over, and we had breakfast and the kids had spent the night with um grammy b and um so you and mallory came over and we brainstormed and we talked and we ate danishes from miss amy's miss amy's if you are listening listening. (laughs) i love miss amy's bakery oh here's what i want to say about her eclairs her eclairs her eclairs so i had the pecan pie bar that was one of my favorites yes me too what it was so fun to me too this is one of the reasons why i love living in a small town We went to Miss Amy's bakery before we came to your house and Mallory and I walked in without the kids and Miss Amy herself was standing right behind the counter and she went, hey, Matt and Mal, good morning. How's it going? And I I love love that that. about living in a small town. It's so fun. And and I love Miss Amy's bakery. Yeah. So yeah, we brought back, we brought a big old box of goodies for you Mm, and Molly. It was fun. It was a fun And you know what? What I love is you shared this video um, you know what? You don't struggle with vulnerability on Instagram like I do because you showed your dirty kitchen because we got all yeah. the dishes oh, out. We had all the dishes. And you out. were saying how great it was to have a house full of people that's yes. a little I a messy. Say dirty. It yeah, was messy. messy. It was messy. There were dishes we were and baked like pastries and hanging. And we we rearranged the furniture. I mean, that's it was right. we had sticky notes all over the fridge. <laughs> I mean, it was so good. It was so good. And I think here's the other part I that that comes to mind when I think about this good day is. Get friends that make you think bigger. Oh, yes. You know, you're so good at that. Mallory is great at that. And Molly is so good at it. Yeah. And we, you know, what happened was Molly came to town for an event at Be Fearless. Yes. And Be Be Fearless, Fearless, if you are listening. I know Be Fearless is listening. Um, And we're going to have an event at Be Fearless in April. We're so excited. excited. Molly went Molly and you both spoke at the event at Be Fearless. And you know what was so great is you and Molly said, I know when Matt comes for breakfast, he's gonna have some notes for us. Yes. And we what I love about friendships like that is it's a it's a place you guys we all for each other create a place where we can give feedback. And Molly said, Hey, this part of my talk that I usually give I feels a little shaky. Yeah. yeah. Let's work on it together. So we got out post-it notes and worked on it. And then you guys worked on stuff for me and some ideas for me for the future. And I love friends like that, that, yeah. are, that help you think big where you can say, Oh, this feels weird. Let's brainstorm it yes. or how to make you a better person. Yes. And that just brings me so much energy. Yes. And so it was so fun. I think it's I think it's important to look around your life. And if you have people that it seems like they constantly want to keep you small mm. or they want to discourage you or mm-hmm. hold you back or no, you don't need to do that. You don't need to go to that seminar or that right. event or that thing that, right. that, that may help you grow or, um, pursue something that you've been dreaming about, right? you know, take an inventory because I believe it is important to sit in a room with people that see the best in you, Mm -hmm. see a bigger picture for you, see a brighter future for you. And you know, today I, um, I washed the sheets today, Matty B (laughs) and I was making my bed and I was, and you know, just something about getting that corner of the fitted sheet on on the bed and getting it all lined up the Mm -hmm. way it should go. And I'm just, I was struggling and I was like laying across the bed, like pulling and, you you know, (laughs) 
And I was, I was thinking when I was making my bed, I was just thinking about how, you know, I'm 55. I know. I'm 55. <laughs> I'll be 56 in, in August. And some of what's happening in my life right now, I really wanted to happen earlier than this. Mm. Or I thought I did. Mm. I thought I wanted it to happen when I was 35 or 40. You know, I wanted some opportunities that, I mean, some things that we, we have like coming up on deck are so exciting, yeah, like yeah. our own coffee being blend. I mean, yeah. just, just some, I mean, and it's happening all in just this precious special way of like this organically growing podcast that we really right. like are just so excited about. Right, but, right. but those are things that, that now I do feel like because we're in a faith framework, we both would believe this way that I believe God is, is constantly giving us opportunities to mm. grow and to become a, a better version of ourselves. Mm. And sometimes those things don't come until I believe he sees that we are ready to steward them. Right. Right. And, and if you're praying, I mean, if you, believe that if you believe that God is going to bring about in your life, what he wants to bring about in your life, then, then my life is doing exactly what it should be doing because right. I've been praying that prayer for many years. Right. Like right. I don't want it. If you don't want it, Lord, I don't right. want, I don't want a coffee bean blend unless that's something that you would want for us. Right. 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 So when all these opportunities start coming, I feel like now at 55, I'm in a better place to appreciate them, mm -hmm. to steward them, to be grateful for them. Yeah. Because I there's been times that we've felt like stretched in business and financially stressed in business. And 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 now it, that's not there. And there are these pieces of my life that are coming into my life that I feel like God's saying like, you're ready for this now. Mm -hmm. And and you're not going to put too much stock in this. You're going to you're going to foster this and mm -hmm. navigate this well, mm -hmm. which I don't think I would have done at 35. Yeah. I think I think you're the more you have more years under your belt than I do. And I think that sometimes I still struggle with cuz you've been 38. You know what? Right, right. Oh, I'm 39 now. Yeah, you've been 39. Too. You know what that feels like to want something when you, it might not be the right time. Right. Right. And so I don't know if I can echo what you're saying yet, because yeah. I still think I'm a little bit like, God, why isn't this happening? You know, I thought that it would look like this. Why doesn't it look like this? And I think I'm prayerful and hopeful that I get better at that. Right. But if I'm being honest, that's something um, that I'm, that I still work on and that I still work on saying like, God, maybe this isn't the right time for, for X, Y, and Z. Well, or... well no, because everyone older than you, mm -hmm. like, like my age and older mm -hmm. are looking at your life saying you're right where you should be because you have children in your home that are looking up to you and looking to you to be present and to be right. the person that they want to be like. Right. And you really can't model that if your focus is on other things. Right. Right. And so I look back now and I think, well, thank goodness. Mm. You know, thank goodness mm -hmm. I didn't have some of the things happening that I have happening now because right. if they would have, I would have probably chased after that and right. not been in my kitchen with all of the drama and musical theater department <laughs> with after, with after parties. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I would have been, those days. yeah, I would have been chasing something else. Yeah. And I just think that I do think there's a huge part of our life that we just have to kind we just have to believe if we're praying for God's will, mm. that if certain things aren't happening, that, that, 
that may be an answer. Right, right, absolutely. Well, that kind of leads me to our topic that we wanted to talk today, talk about today. And listen, and we already know we're probably not going to get done and there's probably going to be a part two. So <laughs> just hold on to your yeah. seats because yeah. we're probably not going to be able to wrap up this subject without going into it right again next week. Right. So it really was on the heels of an opportunity that you had. You know, last week, Molly was with us. Um, Molly came. If you don't know about Molly, our friend, um, her Instagram handle is Molly.Balint. Molly is a business coach. She mm -hmm. has really branded and created the framework for something called the soft business model. Where can you give me your tagline? Because I know you have it better. Soft business school is is creating a a lot creating a life as beautiful online as you do offline. Yeah, and so Molly's what I love about Molly's philosophy is Molly knows she has connections to meta and the Instagram community and marketing and she's so good at the strategy behind it. But what I love about what Molly's true work is, is it's getting to the heart and telling a good story mm -hmm. and knowing why you are doing mm -hmm. what you're doing and pushing also against the hustle culture. Absolutely. Like, like soft is the new soft is the new hard, like right. soft is the new version of of how we want to approach our life and business you know because there is so much yelling about hustle hustle mm -hmm. run run you know do it all and she's saying you know no maybe maybe it's a softer approach yeah yeah so be fearless had molly come mm -hmm. uh, from maryland mm -hmm. and speak at their event and you were also a guest speaker yes. at and the event as and, well and for those of you that are not from from around here be fearless it, it's a it's a two sister stores that are connected by this beautiful, oh, this just beautiful, I don't want to call it modern, but it's, it's more modern, I guess, beautiful breezeway that connects the two stores mm -hmm. that they are able to hold events in. That's where it's we're going to have our event at the end of April. And it's absolutely beautiful. There's a beautiful outdoor setting that, mm. and glass, big glass doors. It's just gorgeous. And this is in the village of Walnut Creek, which mm -hmm. is in the heart of Ohio's Amish country. And they just have absolutely beautiful places mm -hmm. and so the event was there and they called it the round table yeah it was a great way to network with people and to mm -hmm. learn <clears throat> some of the the principles that you and molly taught and so you know as we were talking about what we where we want to go today with this conversation i i asked if you would be comfortable talking about your experience and you know you i think you can actually see your former bed and breakfast that you and daryl used to run from just about, yeah, just, just about, yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, what it's like to go to a place where you're from, mm -hmm. where everybody knows you, mm -hmm. everybody knows your mm -hmm. family, everybody knows your business, and people might have preconceived notions about you. So can you talk a little bit about that well, story and what goes through your head in those moments? Okay, well, I guess this all was born from um, after we, after, after the event, the next day, Molly and I went kind of, uh, we went back to Be Fearless just for like a follow-up meeting. Mm -hmm. Like, how did it go? What what went well? What would we do different? That kind of thing. And I told them, I told their team, I said, you know, um, I was really nervous. Yeah. I don't get nervous. I am not a nervous person. You're not I nervous really on wasn't, television. I really wasn't even nervous on Guy's Grocery Games. I did yeah. stand there for a minute and think, what am I doing here? <laughs> this feels really weird because I have somebody, I have a pastry chef from France on one side and somebody from the Culinary Institute on the other. And, you yeah. know, I'm from Walnut Creek and just got done making 
pancakes and sausage the day before. Right. It just it was just a surreal feeling, but I wasn't nervous, really nervous. Right. So I don't struggle with with big nerves, but for whatever reason, when I go to speak to or get up in front of or to be public with, and obviously I am public on Instagram and I'm public um, um, on social media, but that feels very different when, than standing in a room full of live people right, and right. they're sitting down and you're standing up and you go to speak. Right. And and when I told them all I was nervous, they couldn't believe it. They were like, what? You were nervous? First of all, we couldn't tell. And why were you nervous? And so, and the answer I gave them is the the, the very authentic true answer is that when I get up in front of people from my community, local people, mm-hmm. I have to... Um, uh, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually jump over, like on a track field, those hurdles, you know, those hurdles yeah. people jump just Absolutely. so. I have to jump those hurdles because I am very well aware that there are people in the room that have preconceived ideas of me. Mm-hmm. When I'm on TV, I don't think about people having preconceived right. ideas of me. There may be ones out there that do, but right. I don't think about it. But when I'm standing in front of people, yeah. looking at people's faces and you know, maybe knowing who their grandfather was or knowing who their family was mm-hmm. or knowing who their aunt is, I, 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 it messes with my head a little mm-hmm. bit. And, um, yeah, so that's where it so was. So can you, can you share with us maybe some of the misconceptions that you think people have had about you? You know, that maybe some of the stories that you've heard over the years. Um, I mean, I, I know the one of when you and Daryl got married, but I'm sure there's other things too. (laughs) Well, when Daryl and I got married, um, you know, we met, dated and got married in 28 days. It was fast and we eloped and, um, it's a little bit of a crazy story. And, and it was a little bit of a, uh, it was a little bit of a scandal in some ways, you know, not in, not in a horrible dog derogatory way, but he was from an Amish family. Right. So and you had big bangs and red lipstick. Oh, yes. And so there was an <laughs> Amish woman who, of course I would never say her name and actually she's already passed away, but there was an Amish woman that was telling people that I paid Daryl to marry me. Um, and, and it was a large sum of money. And so now <laughs> every now and then I'll be like, honey, where'd you put that? Yeah, you got where'd you that, put that money? You got that in the basement in a box somewhere? <laughs> Why don't you pull that out? Um, we could really just, use that money. And just some very, un, very also hurtful things yeah. that were just, um, that were just being said. And I, I had to just keep moving. Mm-hmm. And I think... I think that's sometimes easier said than done. Absolutely. I think that it's important to surround yourself with people you can talk to about that. Yeah. And I think it's important to be confident in what you're doing. So I was confident in Mary and Daryl. Absolutely. And it didn't really matter what that woman said. Right. Because I was going to marry that boy. Well, and I think you're, truthfully, I think you're good. You're really good at this. We kind of talked about this um, in regards to following your dreams. Because I think when you get an idea in your head, there's not a whole lot that's going to stop uh, you. No. Mm-mm. And I love that about you. I, on the other hand, am still learning this. Well, and, 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 but a strength of yours also is you pause and you go, okay, well, how is this going to look? How is this going to work? What does that look like? And that's not a bad thing either. And I think yeah. that's probably why we make a great team. Um, I, I think that, I think that um, what it can do though, if you don't, 
if you don't remind yourself of the truth about yourself. Mm. So like before getting up, I, you know, Molly and I prayed together and I just prayed that God would use me and that, um, that the Holy spirit would lead me to say the things that needed to be said for the people in the room and that people would leave feeling valued and inspired. Right. And, and whenever I, it starts really messing with me, I just remember like, to be myself and also not to be scared to be vulnerable because mm-hmm. that's a little scary. You know, I, I, I tried not to cry, but I cried a little bit yeah. and, and just to, to really be true to myself and mm-hmm. to be authentic. And then if you are that, then you have to just let it go. If people leave, like in my mind, if pe- I, I did my best that night, yeah. So if someone yeah. left and went home and told their aunt like, uh, and rolled her eyes and said, that girl is whatever, that lady is whatever, or that lady thinks she's all that, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the, the, the thing might be, mm-hmm. I, that is going to be on them because yeah. that is, yeah. that was not the heart of my message or me. And, um, I think you have to really just keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. I think that can be hard for me. Um, if I'm being honest, I think the hard part for me is I, hate being misunderstood mm-hmm. i hate mm-hmm. being misunderstood or misquoted and yeah or my, if my words are twisted mm. even in silly things um i just don't like being mis- misrepresented and i think that when someone has a misconception about me and it turns into something really negative when it turns into he thinks he's all that oh, okay whatever you know, whatever I've it been, is I, and i'll be honest my ther- my therapist and i have talked about this she said my hunch is that you have been attracted to or put in leadership roles young your entire life. And I would say that's accurate. Yeah, that's very true. And so I think what's hard for me is as a young leader and as a young, I was a young pastor in the past, you come under so much scrutiny. Right. And even in my current role, I'm, I'm an administrator for a school district. And sometimes I... I know what people think. I've heard what people think. Well, and I, you have you have people that are older than you that have been in the school district for however absolutely. many years that might look at you and say like, "Well, he's just not experienced enough. Right. He doesn't know enough." Right. Whatever that thing is. And I think it's it's really hard for me. Mm-hmm. It's really hard, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to questioning my character or questioning, you know, your motives, your motives or, mm-hmm. or anything like that. And I think it's really hard for me. And I, this is something I'm working on is just to kind of stay true to myself. Right. Put your head down, do your job, know who you are. And I actually asked, um, I asked people in our community, what did they, what do they do? And I love that somebody uh, reminded me of this because this is something we've talked about is someone reminded me of the video clip that went around <clears throat> just a couple months ago of Mel Robbins, where oh, she said, let them, let them. Oh, it's so good. Let them shout out Mel Robbins. Mel Robbins. If you are listening, boy, she'd I be, love Mel I Robbins. love her. I oh, love, I love her it. Thoughts. Like She's if your friends want to go to brunch and you don't get invited, let, let them. them, you if know, you're... if they think you're a hot shot public school administrator, let them just yeah, keep your head yeah, down and do your yeah, job. Yeah. If they think you think you're all that in a bag of chips because you're on Fox 8 News making doodad mix, <laughs> let, let them, them let them think let it. Them. I this has went around on Instagram too, and it said something like this. I'm not gonna get it right. I wish I could have found it, but it's it's hard to find stuff 
Yeah, once you it's know. gone. <laughs> but it said something like the most powerful thing that you can do, the biggest boss move that you can make is to be quiet about it, is to not defend yourself wow. and to not run in there. That's the biggest boss move. Because well, here's what I think. This is what I really, really think at the end of the day. When you go in and you try to correct all the misconceptions about you, what that actually does is it makes people go, well, maybe there's some truth to that because me think thou dost defend thyself too, too much. much. However, when you let that go, this is, this is in my experience, when you let that go and when you let people say what they want to say about you, this is a really, I don't remember who said this. I think it's Andy Stanley said this. He said, truth and time do not always go hand in hand. See, we want the truth about who we are or the misconception mm -hmm. about us. We want the truth to be lined up with this timeline right now. Right now right. But what I've experienced, and I'm, I'm sure you've experienced oh. this, is when you let, let it go and you say, hey, you know what, I'm gonna give it time and just see what happens. Often, if not always, the truth about who you are and your character will come out and the people that are perpetuating a misconception about you they're found out too for right, their character. Right, right, and people right. know that the person that's spreading a misconception about you or is gossiping about you, people see through that. People know right. that. It might not happen right away, but over time, they know that those people are the people that are tearing each other down. Right. Now here comes the tricky part. The tricky part is you can't you can't feed in to tearing other people down yourself. Right. Because right. if you're gonna say that your character is a certain way, daggun it gun it on it it better be your right. character better be really right. good right so you you better not be tearing other people down because that's not a good look so people in our community i i put up a box and said what do you do on instagram in on your instagram mm -hmm. i put up a box and said what do you do when people have misconceptions about you and um i thought this was really good this is a photographer friend of mine who um I she has written recently actually about some experiences she's had in the photography world mm. where she has felt excluded because mm. she's not a mother and it's oh, coming up on people doing mother day shoots and how okay. important that is to people and why she doesn't often include mother's day shoots. Um, but she said, I need to get better at blessing people and move on at the end of the day. People have their right to their own opinions. Mm -hmm. Somebody else said, I try to get them to understand, but if they don't, I'm just consistent and my and I'm myself. And someone else said, "You just have to let it go." And here's what I what I say: It's easier said than done for mm. me. Mm. <laughs> I hard. think the older that I get, the better I'm getting at it. But it's still really, really hard. It's and hard. So, and I think I think also the temptation can be to say, "I'm gonna go to the event and sit and support Molly." But I'm going to say no to speaking because I don't want to face, mm. I don't want to face the, the nerves and the, maybe the, the whispers of insecurity in right, my heart right. and in my psyche. And I'm like, no, I, I mean, I'm not going to, I'm past that now. I am, right. I mean, we're not going to ring the bell, but I'm 55 and I'm past that. Right. Like I, I now need to say, this is who I am. Mm -hmm. and this is who I am with confidence. Right. And I want to remain humble. I want to remain kind and joyful. And I want to spread goodness and kindness and, and, and peace and love and joy and all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, and if someone has a different opinion of me that, 
that they have heard right something whatever this is giving me an opportunity to to be authentic and real and myself in front mm -hmm. of them and then it's for them to decide right and i think at the end of the day your character over time is what's going to mm -hmm. to show through mm -hmm. for people mm -hmm. so i was doing a little digging on this and i thought how can we how do we get through this because I think from a 39-year-old person's <laughs> perspective, when someone who is 55 says, you just got to let it go and let them, I'm like, well, that's easy for you to say. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yes, you have I do. You have almost 15 more years of life that you've lived and more experiences through that. So I was thinking. And, the, and, and listen, let me stop you right there because let me just say this. You are not going to change a person's perception of you no. and opinion of you with a post on social media right. or a like a, even a talk in front of people. Right. You know, it, it comes from, I mean, and, and we've talked about this over the years when people say, I don't care what they think about me. Well, oh, you should. You should. I mean, because that's your reputation. Right. That's your character. Right. That's your integrity on display. So, it's just living that it's just living the best way we know how day after day after day mm -hmm. in front of the world right and in front right, of the people right. that we do life with and and you know i would say that daryl is somebody who's really done that in front of me right. in my life right with no marching band no no fanfare mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's been no trumpets or or trombones to announce right. his arrival right he just does the right thing. Right. And you know, we were in a conversation not long ago with our boys. We, we have something we call family meeting and we were in a family meeting over the holidays and Daryl was saying something and I said, well, you know, you, you right there just said what sets you apart from so many, so many people is that you are, you are saying that you would rather choose the hard, longer road right thing because it's the right thing to do than to do like a quick fix that could solve everything fast, but right. would affect his integrity and his character. Right. So I think I want to get to that point. I want to get better at it. <laughs> so I was, I was doing some reading on it today because I was like, I really do want to get better at this part. And I think, um, I still fight the temptation when I misunderstood of storming the gates and saying, no, you have it all wrong. You don't understand. Right, right. And I struggle with, even with Instagram or this podcast, I've had people say backhanded comments like, and I don't Just even want to repeat them. It's yeah, not even right, worth right, repeating. Right, right. But I've had people insinuate that I think I'm better than I am or I'm trying to be something that I'm not or I don't even know. But at the end of the day, it really okay, doesn't let's matter. Just say, let's, just, let's just unpack this for a second and then you can tell us what you're researching. Yeah. If you if you are a person that gives a kind of backhanded comment or kind of a smiling insult, mm -hmm. what is what in the world? Why would why live a life and choose that versus saying to Matt, I've always wanted to do a podcast and I'm a little bit jealous, but I just want to let you know that I'm super happy for you and I'm, I'm happy that it's going well Yeah. instead of like weird things like, Oh, so what's this mean now? You right. know, whatever. Don't forget me. Yeah. I mean, wh whatever, whatever know. that thing is, you know, I think, I think that 
it's a great time to reset how we might be communicating mm-hmm. and celebrating people and talking to people. I, Mel Robbins, speaking of her, I went into her DMs not long ago and I said, listen, I don't know if people tell you this much. Mm-hmm. This, I don't know if people share this with you very much. I, I appreciate your content. I appreciate yeah. you, what the words you say, the, con- the, the, message you communicate and there are days that I think yes and and it really just makes me like pumped up and I can't remember exactly mm-hmm, how I wrote mm-hmm. it but it was a nice long message and she messaged me back that's awesome and said thank you so much for this because listen we all are fighting some some voice absolutely some, some person's perception some something that might have been said to us when we were 13 oh, you know Lord, we yeah. you, and it's hard enough. It's hard enough to fight the voices that you've already heard in mm-hmm. your life. Why be a person that, that, adds, would, to that adds to Ugh. it? And if you don't like the person, if you if you feel like saying something that's kind of a dig and you don't like it, just don't say anything. Right. Because right. it doesn't make that person look bad. Right. It actually makes you look bad. Right. So true. So true. And I'm like, why? just say nothing. Just say nothing. Or truth when we've talked about this in private is if i even get in my head this might be our part too but if i get in my head of doing that to other people i'm on, i unfollow them on social media i don't i don't walk know out of the room man walk out of the room because i don't need anything about anyone else rolling around no, in my head no and you don't need to position yourself with like oh i wish i was doing what he's doing and then when the opportunity arises you kind of go oh nice outfit you right. look like a whatever whatever right you know i mean we can do better so here's here's what i was coming up with when we feel like we are, there are misconceptions or untruths about us what does that process look like because this is like pre literal preaching to the choir for me right now so here's what i came up with i was reading today and there are six things that i that i kind of put together a list of is the first thing is acknowledge that it stings I think it's so easy to say, whatever, I don't care what they say. I'm I'm just going to ignore it. But But, then, but, but what can happen if you do that is you build resentment toward the person that's doing it. Absolutely. Right. And, you know, in, in regards to feeling that about people that you, you know, we've talked about this before, you can have opinions and thoughts about people and you can easily say let it go when they're not in your everyday life, but you can't boundary everybody. Right. Like right. you can't boundary people <laughs> enough to a point where like if there's someone you that's in your family or that you work with or maybe you go to the same church or however you interact with this person, you can't just say, Oh, whatever. Like there's yeah. there are still people admit in your that, life that admit, hurt you. Yeah, admit, and so admit, admit that, that it, it hurts. That's good. Here's the second one. And this one this one can be a slippery slope, <clears throat> but consider the source right so just say you know what i don't know every this is what i do sometimes um i had a boss in the past where they came across as very grumpy a lot and my wife gave me some great perspective is she was like you only see 0.5 percent of their day or one percent of their day and they have so many other responsibilities that have nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. So also consider that you don't know everything right, that's, that's going good. on in that's their good. life. The third one is quit being defensive. 
Yeah. Stop being defensive. Right. I think that's my biggest one. I actually did have um, somebody that is such a supporter of our podcast. I don't want to say their name in case they don't want me to share this, but she came into my question box that I put up about this and she said, I run around and try to defend myself as much as I can, even <laughs> even though I know I shouldn't. <laughs> but it's, it's I struggle hard. with that. Yeah. I want to say, but this is why I did this and I this mean, is why I did that. And I think that. there are, are moments that you need to say what your truth is. Like, totally. I did not say that that's not true. Keep moving, not right. keep revisiting, not keep rehashing it, right. not tell seven people at work. Tell the, right. pers- tell the person that needs to hear it and then move on. Right. Well, I actually overheard someone literally gossiping about me. Yeah. I, I was kind of around a corner and I walked in and I went, that is not fair and that is not true. Yeah. And we talked about it more, but you know, I haven't addressed it with them since then. I had to move on. Yeah. But you don't need to. You can't defend yourself yeah. you forever. You spoke your truth and that was it. Right. Here's the next one. Ask what you can learn from it. I yeah. always oh, do this. Yes. Is sometimes there is something to learn. Yes. And sometimes, you know, whatever that misconception is about you, maybe there is something you contributed to make it Right, right. True or right. give them that perception. Right. But what, what did you learn from it? Um, or what can you learn from what it? What can you learn from like it? Like really, really it's even just pausing long enough to say, for me, it's like a prayer. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, God, this feels really awful. Mm-hmm. But if there's something that I can learn from with this, please apply it to my life. And then the rest of it that might be malicious, not true, right, gossip, right. please just remove it from me. And right. that usually ha- really helps me. Right. Um, the next one is, or the last one really is just trying to see their perspective. And I kind of, kind of said yes, that earlier, yeah, but yeah. trying to see how the other person would feel yes. that would lead them to make that misconception yes. about yep. you. Yeah. And it's not that you're going to try to correct everything and you're not going to write every wrong right, that's done right, to you, right. but maybe just a little bit of empathy for what they are experiencing or what, right. what's going on yeah, with that's them. Good. Um, and I think fighting that temptation to try to try to write every wrong that's done to you is just the hardest part for me. Mm-hmm. But I think as I have more experiences, I think the podcast has helped me oh, because awesome. I'm putting myself out there in a new way. I think that, um, things that we're exploring on Instagram and opportunities that we're getting lately, that really, really helps, um, me put myself out there right and you know and i see you can see i don't know if if people that are listening to this do much with instagram but if you do much with instagram you see who looks at your stuff and sometimes that actually messes with me because i'm Mm. like "Ooh, this person i don't know how they feel about me they Mm -hmm. what if they think i'm trying to be something right but that that you can't let that mess Mm -mm, with you mm -mm. it's it's a good practice for me well, and you can't live your life based on what six or seven people might think of you. Absolutely. You, you need to be living your life how you were designed to live it. Mm-hmm. Like, and just move along. I, I heard real quick, and I know we need to wrap. I heard Taylor Swift on, Taylor Swift on NPR, mm-hmm. and she said, um, and it was, it's the an great old, theologian. It's <laughs> the great theologian. And it was a while ago, this interview, but she said she does not read the news about herself. She does not read that. She does not read the headlines. Her dad sifts through and sends her what she's like. My dad is how I get my news. He That's sifts through and he sends her the things that are really, are really life-giving and supportive. Yeah, that's and, interesting. And I think one, I think that speaks a lot for her family, but two, right. it speaks a lot for our mental health. I mean, Absolutely. we're not meant to, we're not meant to take in 
all that negativity mm-hmm. that somebody might be spitting out about us. Right. It's just not good for our mental and emotional and spiritual right. health. Right. And I think at the end of the day for me, when I hear something negative about me or a, an untruth, I create an army of people in my head that are also thinking the same thing. And often that's not the reality. Yeah. Which when, which we could also be creating an army of people that think the opposite of us. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Ooh, that's a good tip. Yeah, let's end with that, Maddie B. Mm -hmm. That's really great. Hey, thanks for joining us in this conversation about misconceptions about us. Listen, I'm 39 and you're 55. (laughs) (laughs) And we're still on this journey together at different stages. And so I appreciate your wisdom so much, Leanne. Hey, whether ordinary or extraordinary, I hope you see that these These are are good good days. This episode brought to you by Walnut Creek Foods. Wano Creek Foods and Wano Creek Cheese is located in the heart of Ohio's Amish country. I have worked with this trusted brand for over 15 years now. They make incredible Amish country goods like jams, jellies, pickled items, relishes. They have an incredible bulk food section and of course, amazing cheeses and meats. They also do an incredible job of supporting our local nonprofits. They even support one near and dear to our hearts like O-Huddle. We are so thankful to partner and for Walnut Creek Cheese and Walnut Creek Foods to be our official sponsor of These Are Good Days.